some D and D and this isn't a class review nope in fact the episode's over because this was the end game the whole time oh well there you go hey what are you gonna do and that's uh, why fine. end games are bad yes except for Avengers end game that was pretty good that was very good yeah yeah well but wasn't infinity war better wasn't the war the, the best part I think I think you're right I feel like part one was better than the end game I think yeah, I think you're right. Endgame had that like some sick moments with like Captain America and the <laughs> hammer. Spoiler warning. Yeah, yes, boy, yes, boy. If you haven't seen Endgame, you know what is funny is I remember so many people came up to me and they were like, "I've never seen an Avengers movie before." So they watched Infinity War. I'm like, "You started there." <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. It, it, it was like, "Oh well, that's one thing," but they're like, "I didn't get it." Marvel movies are confusing. You're just like, "What?" It's <laughs> well, it's like starting. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm gonna read Game of Thrones, but I'm gonna start at page 300 on book four. <laughs> I do get it though because it was the most hyped thing ever when yeah. it came out, and for good reason because it was been building up for years, and everyone's been watching. Yeah, movies. everyone's watching. Like, oh, it's <laughs> like, like no, it's it. it's like a TV show. Not nah, you can't just go with the see the second to last episode of a TV show and expect. <laughs> Uh, even though we've talked a lot of Avenger, if you can't tell, we're going to be talking end games on this episode what? in D and D for your campaign. Uh, the reason we're talking about this is because we, we, in our current campaign, you could say we might started. have unlocked the end game. Yeah, end game unlocked. Pretty exciting. Yeah. Pretty exciting. Um, I guess we'll we'll start. I guess like when is there like a particular moment? That you were like, oh, this is now. This is our our final objective. Absolutely, it was so. The moment that we speak of, there is like a, I guess a, a epiphany that has to happen to be like, oh, I know how to enter the end game. I yeah. guess for the Avengers, it was like the moment they were like, oh, we can go back in time. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like we have lost. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've already lost, but like the moment they were like, wait, we yeah. can just go back in time and reverse a couple things. They were like, oh yeah, we can do that. That's the end game. Mm -hmm. uh, for us, for our purposes, the end game, I guess, it's funny because my character's moment was different than, I guess, when it all kind of started to begin, which when it all kind of started to begin was a moment in the abyss that happened with our warlock and our paladin in a room. Yes. Uh, they kind of found this like giant portal obelisk that had eight sides, and on each face they saw a vision from a land that we now know is the plane we're on. But at that time, you know, it just looked like some world, right. so, you know, somewhere we they couldn't tell what it was. And it turned out to be like the portal network of the big baddie of the whole series. <laughs> yeah, they they were like had stumbled into their like the like their headquarters. Like by yeah, yeah. In, they, which like, turns uh, in the abyss makes sense. <laughs> yeah, Orcus is from the abyss, so <laughs> yeah, Orcus is our big baddie for for this campaign, uh, and so we stumbled upon that. Though the real like aha moment for us was like we were gathering clues here and there, here and there. We finally found a map that like showed some cryptic things. Uh, but it turned out as we overlaid it on our overarching map, 
it like literally points out where all the portals mm-hmm. are. And it's like, now we're all like, ah, we have to go shut those down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, we need to destroy. Basically, there's all these like dark temples that have been hidden across the world that are like yeah. about to bring Orcus into the prime material plane to destroy everything. And it's just like, oh, this is the objective now. It's yeah, not yeah like, like, we need to get rid of this. You knew Orcus was bad. Pretty easy to figure out. Yeah, yeah. And we, yeah. Especially but, when we're traveling around with the Paladin the whole campaign and, you know, his whole message is like, ah, down with Orcus. <laughs> mm-hmm. Pretty exactly. easy to match it to, to the party to be like, who, who do they really care who, about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it, I think, that, yeah, because it, that kind of falls in line with what I think is like, okay, now we're transitioning from like regular campaign arcs to like, this is the final fight. Yeah, it, if you kind of before this moment, right? We were just kind of messing around. You built a whole world, and we wanted to, you know, explore as much as we could in the world. Right. So you were like throwing us, you know, we would tell you where we wanted to go next, and you would throw us a little quest here and there that would be out in that area, and, and that would be kind of our way around. Yep. Uh, but we were just bumbling around. I mean, we all had like nonsense reasons to even go there. You know, my characters are so focused on like finding this legendary object which yep. happens to not even be on this plane <laughs> i know i know as soon as you got plane shift i was like i gotta give him a reason to go so yeah i gotta, gotta <laughs> give me a reason to get off this plane for, for yeah. nonsense yeah uh, which we still uh, haven't done that so we, we're still gonna get that's, sidetracked that's, that's gonna get next <laughs> well uh well i'll <laughs> there might be uh, tune in next time Brett. Ooh. uh there might be something <laughs> else. um but yeah basically like i had seeded this um like all throughout the story, like you know, you guys had seen these. Yeah, temples you did. Before. I mean, this this came on, yeah, really early on, right? Yeah, yeah th- this I would say was what was the paladin's place called? The Eye of Somewhere, Eye of Justice, essentially. I feel like it kind of uh, began there. Did it? Did it begin mm-hmm. in Ravenloft? No, right. Which was the first place that we entered in this campaign? Was it right? Yeah, called Ravenloft. That yeah, that it hadn't entered there mostly because I hadn't written yeah. the end game yet. Essentially, yeah. I like knew a vague idea of what I wanted, but I was like, oh, I don't really know how it's going to show up. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, when you guys went to do the paladin thing, um, warlock got captured, and then you yep. saw this like obelisk floating around. You're just like, oh, that's just a weird shape, and this is floating. <laughs> it's crazy. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's wild. Um, and then you would see, like, essentially, like, that iconography around. And then now it's just like, oh, when you're in this ancient city that used these these things to, like, amplify magical effects. And they may have caused the end of the world, but, like, we don't really know what's going on. And now you're like, oh, now they're spread out all over the place. And one of them is, like, confirmed in, the, uh, in like, this vault where they keep evil relics. Then everything yeah. kind of comes into place, and I, I uh, and I kind of like that because it it really punctuates the like the oh this is what the real story is yeah 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 like the it's, end game is it's 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 part of it is just you guys are now super high level where like eighth level spells sure. is kind of when you have to start being like okay these guys can just <laughs> we better close this out soon <laughs> yeah we better wrap this up because there's not too much too many places you guys can uh, can't go. And the other half of it is just like, oh, now you're not just taking like, let's see what's on the bounty board. It's like there needs to be more stakes involved and just having sure. a singular focus for your entire party to be like, yeah, oh, I you, mean, you I, can't be sidetracked anymore. It is really interesting entering this point of the end game. And of course, looking forwards, I can't say 
exactly what's going to happen. But I do imagine it'll wrap up rather quickly once we start grinding at it. Like, yes, we still have a few more items on the docket to knock off. We just mentioned how, like, my character really wants to go off the plane for a second to get this, like, really legendary object for him to help out with this uh, objective. But then, like, mm-hmm. once that happens, I feel like we're going to, like, start knocking these things out. Like, Yeah, like, it, it, like if you kind of think of it like a curve, you're, this is where you've just been going straight, and then things are just going to ramp up. <laughs> yeah, it's like, exponential finish line. Yeah, yeah and, and kind of the reason why that happens is, uh, as I said, like, people have access to, like, crazy spells that allow them to cut through a lot of the bullshit that, mm-hmm. I mean, it's not bullshit, it's fun, but, like, when somebody has teleport, yeah. You don't have to be like. Well, I mean, that's well, part of the campaign. What, I feel like what, most like, campaigns offer like crazy modes of transportation at this point too. Right? You literally have, fly- flying, you have a flying airship now. Like you <laughs> yeah, only have like a flying ship. Does. So it, that's intentional. So you can just go like, oh, now uh-huh. you have to go to this secret um, like wizards council tower. And but I'm just like, oh, I don't really want them to like get captured by some orcs and now they have to escape <laughs> this thing because one that doesn't make any sense because they're all you know, like level 16 now <laughs> and two yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just that's just like a bunch of stuff that you've already it's done for the past two years <laughs> yeah so you're sure. like all right we've done this what haven't you done you haven't like you know gotten to talk to the king and save the world and stuff so we're just gonna yeah we haven't we'll closed the here. portals we haven't like, like we don't even know how to close them necessarily yet like no, even though we know, know the objective we don't necessarily know how, what to do when we get there. We just like know well, where to go. Spoiler, <laughs> Brett. That might be, it might be the first thing you find up. out next session. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was kind of funny. So uh, for everybody who isn't part of our <laughs> closed D&D group, uh, basically they kill the, the warlock, killed the person that Osmodeus told them to kill. They killed the Kraken as well. And she was trying to find these obelisks that, like I call, like this, like spell engines that are used to do these insane magics. Because she wants to try to like sever the connection between her and her patron to um, just like have the magic without being beholden to anybody. And she was doing a bunch of research and has now been collated and basically just sitting on the desk. But we <laughs> killed the kraken, ended the uh, <laughs> ended the session. Right before. Yeah, and then everyone was like. I gotta go to bed. <laughs> so I was just like, oh, okay. Because <laughs> it was late. I mean, yeah, if, it, especially if you it was were like, spout some, like, real important knowledge like that, like, yeah, there was no way that that was gonna come out. That wasn't us. gonna stick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was not gonna... <laughs> Timing is yeah. very important if you are a DM. And, uh, make sure to, to get that thing out probably yeah. in the beginning to middle of exactly. your session. When everyone's like, okay, have all my notebooks out. Ready to write down these notes. Okay, Which is real funny because I feel like it always ends with the big reveals, right? Like that's always the last thing you're doing in the sessions. But if it's real yeah. late, I don't know. Maybe you should. Uh... Yeah, just, that, yeah, that, that's very just much like end the battle. Don't, don't, uh... <laughs> just Usually, the battle's the, over. We'll come back If the battle's time. good, then that's a that's the a people are satisfied with that as the closing yeah. yeah we're just talking about the end session the end of session eric <laughs> not only we're end talking end games here we're talking about how yeah. to end sessions as well uh but <laughs> yeah funny. so like it, to to go back to end games yeah it's like one of the important things is to like make sure everybody is satisfied with their like personal arcs before you true going on this true. end game stuff because you don't want to like like imagine if i was just like did this and I, I uh, again, spoiler, Brett. Um, but I will incorporate your traveling to McManus. It's true. We pushed it off for like way too long compared to what my character would want to do. 
Yeah. I would have already left. Like I, I wouldn't even yeah, part of this group anymore. Who are you guys? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, exactly. So you you don't want to just be like, well, the end game says now. So now one person is just be like, but this is my whole character's thing is to go yeah. over here and find this thing. So yeah, incorporate it. <laughs> incorporate the end game plot into. Did you find that plot. harder to design it around some characters like the warlock and the paladin, for instance, who are definitely more deeply connected to their virtues than, say, the barbarian and the cleric? Yeah, and I kind of got around it by not worrying about the barbarian. <laughs> yeah, um, I, that's I, I, I mean, he had a whole arc right at the start, right? His whole family arc was the thing we started with. Yeah, exactly. So it's kind of and you've mixed it in rather well as as well. I did. His yeah, family I, keeps popping in here and there. Yep, exactly. Yeah. So I made his older brother, who is like now part of like this um, like high level wizard circle, like a, like kind of like an exposition person, saying like yeah, yeah. He always pops him. in, and yeah, we figure things out with him. He was the one that that we got it all revealed, like it all came yep. together when he was there. Yeah, that's true. Like that was yeah. our big aha moment entering the endgame was with him. Yep, he showed up, did some like family stuff with uh, Rook the Barbarian, and it was like, by the way, I also a very knowledgeable person in this world. Um, that's that's also kind of a good way to lead into like endgame stuff. It's so much fun to revisit old NPCs. Like you almost don't have to you don't you don't have to like create a bunch of like really fleshed out characters because it's really fun to be like remember this guy from the capital that you <laughs> ran into when you were last level seven like maybe he's important now you bring him back yeah, kind of yeah. Like, it's kind of like a, a pseudo victory lap because also uh uh the the final boss fight is kind of where like all the gloves come off like sure. I, i'm gonna be honest like if I killed you, one of you guys now, it would be very narratively unsatisfying. <laughs> it's been like, oh, Talios is dead. Sorry. <laughs> Oops. Now I'm just bringing this level 17 And, I, and I will say, this this last fight was the closest we have come to dying. I mean, I, I yeah, this was is, this is a very story. Yeah. Yeah, there the Kraken was, a was not something to mess around with. <laughs> yeah, and that was after I kind of set up the stats of Esmeralda kind of to be pseudo like an archmage which is like a cr12 and the kraken i think is like a 24 or 23 and yeah. you just knock both those out back to back um but uh but yeah it, so it's like it, you're kind of making sure everyone has their victory lap before the boss fight because this is where it's just like everyone might die and it's kind okay you lost that's it the world's just the close yeah this is it um and uh, yeah, so it, it makes combat kind of interesting as well. And it, but if you're if you uh, play it right, it can be a lot of fun because you don't ha- always have to make combat deadly, but you can make combat fun because like the sunken city had a bunch of creatures in it that were like super good against some of your party members. Yeah, it's very specific. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Even though we kept walking right into it in the face, like I know, oh, we learned they're immune to this. I'll use this. It's also immune to that. Things were adapted. Like, god damn it! <laughs> yeah, why did I forget? <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was awesome. Uh, but yeah, you can kind of get away with that because everyone else can carry the weight. Or yeah. like, man, it's you have so a, fun. a diverse enough party that it's not. Yeah, yeah. It's not the death of us. It's like, oh, okay, right. It's gonna, it's gonna be fine. And like, one person's gonna be close to death, but everyone else is gonna be fine. 
And yeah. you can just flip through the monster manual and be like, ooh, this level thir- yeah, the CR 13 monster is super interesting. It has this weird ability that like puts everyone to sleep. And it's like, but it's fine because there's an elf here that could 1v1 it. <laughs> <laughs> really need to. It's immune to it. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's pretty interesting. Well, yeah, like the the making up the end game is probably the most stressful from a narrative perspective. Mostly because like this is, again, the end. Where you you yeah. really want to make sure everybody is like satisfied with everything, right? right. Unfortunately, like you guys are pretty easy for me, also because you guys are all friends that I've known for a while and have been like, "This is what my character wants to do." Yeah, we and all I came just, out like, with very okay, specific things. Yeah, yeah, and that's part of like talking to the players to be like, "What are your character's goals here? Like, what's <laughs> going on?" Right. Um, and then kind of making stories based around those wants and desires. And then once like those are like starting to wrap up kind of that's you, you start seeding in details for the end game and then just have it run into the final confrontation essentially. Right. Right. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it, it's like the end game feels like it should be like a major arc, but I, I don't think it is like, you almost kind of treat it like, like a four session, like one shot essentially, because like once you get going and it's going to end up being like 12 sessions, but you, you don't. Yeah. I was going to say four of that, Eric, that is, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, uh, that's well, hopeful of you. <laughs> right. It's like, but, but like, I mean, you have something like eight, eight portals. I think it was eight, like literal eight portals. So like, yeah. I can't. Im- I mean, maybe there's a time where we'll get through multiple uh, in a session, but I don't know. Depending on on how, what we have to do and how long and how many people we're interacting with and and whatnot, it, it does seem like it's going to take us almost like eight sessions. Like, right, but the, you know, there might be the, it might be like, oh, there's eight portals you have to close, but maybe there's something to turn all of them off at once or something. Right, right, right. Sure, um, sure, sure. You still have to figure all that out. But just talking about like ramping everything up, like. Yeah, You're, the players. If you set the stakes correctly, not correctly, this as a DM, you're not always in control of how well the players receive the stakes. Uh, <laughs> some of them might just want to be like, "Actually, I'm good. I just want, I just want to open a bakery. <laughs> I'm done with this whole safe in the world." Bit. You know what? I'm level seventeen. <laughs> <I'm done. laughs> no, I mean. <laughs> I, I would guess that a majority of D&D campaigns have to end with saving the world, but not necessarily. Yeah, not necessarily. It is, uh, it's hard to, I mean, I think you're absolutely right. For me, it's hard to be like, okay, you guys were doing this at level 10. So it's like, yeah. are you just doing it again? Like, especially when you think about the scaling, like a vampire lord, you guys would just crush <laughs> so it, that's not super terrifying to you guys like the paladin would just be like are you undead or i'm gonna kill yeah, you in like one dead. turn <laughs> yeah. like maybe <laughs> yeah so it's it kind of feels like it it needs to be and and but yeah eh, you, you can get you can do whatever you want with it that's right yeah did you find did you think you introduced it too early by any chance or or didn't have it quite fleshed out enough when you first or did you write this all before you even talked about it um i had the basic premise of it was going to be orcus because i knew i I knew i wanted it to be like some sort of like god-esque 
like level figure. Which, um, if you're talking like what you're, you're planning for us to be 17, 18 at the time yeah, of around the that. final battle, if you're around that, like how many actual end bosses do they have in D and D lore? Not a lot. Not a lot, right? Yeah, not it's, a lot. Say, yeah. There's not like two. There's not too a many. lot. What and, a list of like ten. Yeah, maybe. And like, yeah, exactly. And I'm I'm gonna homebrew Orcus because Orcus his okay. abilities are kind of boring. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it doesn't help me to look him up, Eric. Dang. Does not help you look, <laughs> no memorize his sheet. <laughs> Basically, his thing is he can just like power word kill as a layer action <laughs> or oh, something. So that is boring. It, That's like, uh. yeah, it, it's one of those. It's like you either need to. Tell that to the party somehow to be like, hey guys, he has power to kill. And then that's the game. It's supposed to be like, let's get our HP up as high as we can. Um, yeah. but yeah, it's just kind of like, oh, okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do something. We can do something there. more interesting than that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like I kind of picked the boss as like, okay, this is something that both Asmodeus Warlock and Paladin who hates outer planar stuff can yep. get behind immediately. Yeah, um, and that's kind and of the like, barbarian and the crazy cleric will follow. They'll be like, it's "Yeah, fine. man, yeah. The guy seems bad." Let's. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. It's like no one is like, "I'm good with the undead <laughs> demon lord." So this is, this is a big problem for me. Yeah, exactly. And like you know, you tell the story, and it's just like this is evil, and it's like, "Got it, understood." <laughs> this, this is, I'm not going to be obstinate. Um, and then I I knew I was going to do like this. I I like the idea of. Um, turning the scope literally of like how you have to travel all over the continent because like you guys have like have kind of stayed on the eastern side so yeah we did it yeah so as far as the continent's concerned we're almost yeah. all eastern yeah so when when everything seems very like you know you are in this section of the map and you're traveling around this city then you move to another city and you, it's like it's hard to get a like global sense of how you're traveling but then yeah. when everything's on a map itself, you're like, whoa, this is all across the country. We're going to yeah. have to, or continent, we're going to have to go across. And it kind of, you have you to. You weirdly avoided out. the city that we know my bard's in, though. Well, I mean, maybe he already took care of it. Weirdly, my bard city is, uh, hmm, it's complete I, blank circle surrounding it <laughs> i know it, it is one thing that was kind of funny is i spent a lot of time trying to draw the lines <laughs> to where they cross to not make it like three in one area yeah okay okay yeah right that <laughs> was all like, you were aiming for but yeah exactly like really <laughs> and funny. i was just like i need to make this look interesting <laughs> yeah yeah in yeah not right. obvious in any way yeah. yeah um but i definitely could have and also i just I mean, you can go there. Swifty might we show could. up. We can go pick him up. Maybe we need Swifty for the final boss. Maybe maybe, yeah. maybe Swifty needs to show up for the final boss. Who knows? Might need um, a bard. You might want him. But uh, but I had the bare bones of all that pretty early on. And that's like why when Scarlos, the, the Asmodeus Warlock, got captured. That was when it was just like, ooh, something's going on. And uh, NBZ got captured by like a like an evil sect of the Paladin's Order. And basically trying to like tie all these threads for all of you together. Mm. Um, pretty early on. And at first it's just like, it's a warlock. Maybe it's fine. And then you're like, oh, maybe maybe this like uh, secret sect of a secret organization of Paladins isn't that good. Like maybe something else is going on. 
Um, and there was Boy, one by and one by Ravenloft, so which is where the 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 barbarians from. It's like, ooh, what's yep. going on there? Uh, maybe you guys would have figured that out way then. Part of his story arc, but you guys just laughed. Maybe, maybe. Did know. you have that included? Because there was famously in our campaign a uh, a whole subsection that whole... we just like avoided that Eric made right at the beginning. We were supposed to like scour through the city and like the underground and like figure out this whole plot. Was this part of it at all or no? It was. Yeah, it was. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So, so you guys could have figured it out then, and and, and honestly, it would have kind of changed the mood. I think after Scarlet's yeah. got captured. Because that would have been the second, you know, because the, the shape was like an inverted triangular pyramid that was just floating around. Right. So if that was the second one that you saw and somebody's talking into it, you'd be immediately like, what's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> right. It was only the Hold first on. time and we were all like, whatever. That's like, like some dark crap. <laughs> yeah, it's a bunch of evil stuff. There's Tiamat's green We actually did know it was there. Orcus at the time because we identified it as an Orcus-like thing. Yeah, yeah. Warlock I mean, knew it kind of immediately. Mm -hmm, there was like a symbol on it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it, I, I had planned all that from pretty early on. I, I hadn't had all the details set out. So if you guys tried to speed run, then that would have been bad. Also, trying to find an Orcus when you guys are like level thirteen—that's a good way to die. Yeah, not not exactly advisable. Yeah, so uh, probably better <laughs> that we had a whole journey. But yeah, first, I, I think. Um, so yeah, so in the. It's pretty easy to see details if you know what like the level 18 end boss is going to be. Just to be like, mm. oh, here's an NPC. Maybe it would have been a throwaway, but then you find like a letterhead with a symbol stamped in wax. And somebody will write it down. And then maybe that symbol comes up later on. And it just makes right. it feel the world feel more connected. Sure. And then maybe they'll go back and be like, wait, he was like, why did what's the symbol? And they go, oh, yeah, that's his, like, family crest. And you're like, oh, my gosh. Like, now we need to figure out what's going on here. And then they go into the family crypt, and then there's all this occult stuff that they never even knew about. And it's it's um, it's um much more gratifying. And you don't need to have all the details set up right away. And it's actually good if you don't, because things can change. Yeah, keep things open a little bit. Yeah. 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 Is I had, um, so like, I had actually, like, a couple things that could have been end bosses that I was kind of threw out feelers for at, mm. in Ravenloft. And this is the one that I kind of like landed on. Um, Got it. But there is, there's a couple other ones, which I'm not going to tell you because I'm going to use. So essentially early on in the campaign, you were like kind of testing the waters a little bit to see what yeah. we were all mostly concerned about as a party to be like, Oh, this one yeah. will, this one feels better. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, there's just like there's just a bunch of details that are like, and here you go. And then I, I like noted them down, be like, maybe this will be connected later on. And I have yeah. no no follow through. But <laughs> if you just write it down and then reference it, it makes you look smart. Because <laughs> you're just you like, oh my noticed. god. <laughs> this is probably mostly advice for someone doing a more homebrew version. Instead yep. of following a, a straight manual, who will have a set, a set thing? Boss. Yeah, yeah, exactly. For the most part, with the story already written out for you. Yeah, exactly. And it's it's so satisfying as a DM just to like reveal everything and have everyone go like, "Whoa!" Yeah, it was pretty cool. I mean, as as a player in the campaign, like it is a wow moment when you're like, "Holy mm -hmm. crap!" Like it's all coming together. The campaign. Yeah 
finally make sense. It's almost like the picture wasn't clear at all. It just it just felt like we were a party like traveling. I, I, yeah, you know, yeah. which, which was fine. It was a fine feeling, but yeah, to know, exactly. Like, oh, That's D&D. Yeah. To. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was like I wasn't ever concerned about it, but yeah, coming to these higher levels, it does feel like oh, shouldn't we? wrap this up like we'll yeah. start a new one anytime shouldn't like this one be done yeah, like are, are we really haggling with a storefront when we're all level 15 it's like yeah I, th- I think in that way i feel like end games are super important right like you can't go on forever in the same campaign with the same characters like this game oh, is yeah. meant to be explored and and, and diversified you gotta try yeah. things out and it just it, it makes sense that at some point you guys are going to become legends of somebody else's story you know, like oh, yeah. in the, in the beginning, end it, yeah. you have you're like you, your characters might be like, oh, I idolize this guy. He he's a warrior of this guild, and he killed a dragon. And you're just like, this is awesome. Then this True. is towards the DM say, and then like if you save the world, everyone's gonna know who you are. Yeah, it, it will be, be kind of cool if we ever like started up a new campaign in Cartesia, which is where Eric Holm yeah. this world. But you do it in a time past this whole ordeal, and you're like, "Oh yeah, that that party that destroyed yeah, Orcus." Right? Yeah, that'd exactly. be kind of neat. Yeah, that'd be a fun thing to even keep sprinkling in when you're in your next campaign. Mm-hmm. And this <laughs> is also kind of why I kind of like the idea of not ending at twenty, is because mm. maybe like a year after the campaign ends, and it's just like, "Ooh, maybe this other thing happens," and now you guys are level twenty now. And oh yeah, bring them back for a one shot. Like twelve twenty, and it's yeah, like, oh, the team's up. getting back together. One <laughs> you son of a bitch! <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. They're like, you're the one who's talking to me. You're in my head. <laughs> I'm in what? What am I in? <laughs> um, but yeah, just uh, and <laughs> feel bad about just giving the advice. Just make it good, okay? But yeah, so it's like it's the end game is probably I would define it as like you know when all the party is like agreed that this is the unified goal, have like a really cool, um, have a moment where suddenly the new uh, stakes are made apparent. Yeah, it's always a really fun moment. And like you said, I think it isn't the certain things that we advised before are just just as important, right? Make sure you resolve all the individual arcs that you need to resolve, and then like when they're ready introduce the end game (laughs) that they're all unified on because everyone likes to have their own arc but like once those are done individually because everyone you know it it feels nice when your character has something that they're very attached to to be like we're as a party gonna go do this for him and it's like it feels good as as a character yeah and like be important for a bit and also at the end game just give your party just a bunch of broken nonsense. Like you don't have to worry about <laughs> setting precedents anymore. Like you guys just have a bunch of crazy abilities where I'm just like, awesome. Just go for yeah. it. <laughs> I love that. It's honestly guys- like we're coming to the point where like we have, I have too much on me and I'm like, I can't use half of it. Like, yeah. you know, you it's have so too good. much stuff and it's like, I, I don't know what to do with half this stuff. <laughs> I love that you and miles were arguing over the, uh, the, Ro- oh yeah, you gave us like these robes that were like unbelievably strong. It, it it's like, like the one of the strongest things in the game for spellcasting. Yeah, I, I want these. I don't. Yeah. I, I don't know why we're even fighting over this. This should be mine. <laughs> and Miles, not a co-host of the podcast, so what are you gonna do? Guess who won those robes? Mm-hmm. And he wants them back, and I'm like, yeah, okay, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> take them, take it from me. I'm now stronger than you. 
<laughs> Take them from me. <laughs> I dare you. Um, now, now you have like a DC of like 20 something. Like is it that high? I yeah, know it's higher than I had. Yeah. Cause I, I dropped my shield to, to do other things. So mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Well, I mean, just like uh, campaigns have to come to a close, we do have to end this, this episode eventually. We so do. we'll, we'll do that. Join us next time. Uh, what we're going to be talking about, which is exciting coming up. We're going to delve more into some one D and D. Whoa. We'll see Going if back to the original, to... not 5e, yeah. 1D&D. Yeah, <laughs> we went from 5 to 1. Yeah, we're going to see uh, how far we push into the... I mean, the material's relatively new. We're only just barely scratching the surface ourselves, so we're not going to be yeah. well-versed in it. We've never play-tested it or anything like that. But who knows? It might end up being... Uh, if we started a new campaign, what we play test with, it might be the rules we follow going forwards. We'll, we'll yeah. See. And there's if still, it, there's certain things that you just want to put in your campaign. That's the nice part about this. These rules being essentially like five compatible. Yeah. Yeah. Too. We're like, sometimes it's like going from like four E to five E just like the language is different. Like I think yeah. they didn't even uh, forgive me uh, again. Don't at me. <laughs> Don't at We're me. getting added all the time. We're getting it's, added. It's constant added. Fucking, this is, what is this? Hoth? We're getting at added. Um, <laughs> it's a great joke. Um, <laughs> it was solid. Super solid. It was solid. It was a pretty good joke. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Um, because I think, like, 4E, they called him, like, encount, like once per encounter abilities or, like, daily abilities instead of short rest, long rest. So, like, uh, you could kind of pour some stuff in, but maybe it didn't really work exactly like that. But here they use the same, like, action, bonus action, reaction, yeah. like, and everything is scaled the same. So it's not, like, you know, bounded um, bounded rolls or it's, like, a thing in 5e where nothing gets too high, nothing gets too low, where in, like, some of the earlier set, earlier um, um, additions, you could have, like, an AC of, like, 50. <laughs> it's like these insane things where if you go through this weird tree, it could be like, I'm never getting hit ever. Or like these these crazy, crazy things. So now all the everything is just gonna kinda light up. So feel free to cool. uh, throw some these in. With that, we'll see you next time when we get delve into some uh, uniqueness that we've already spotted in one D D. We'll see you then. Party ah. Party on.